Welcome to C-Store Technology Oracle, a podcast featuring discussions with experts about technology disruption and how it is impacting convenience stores today, as well as what's ahead for tomorrow. I'm your host, Erin Del Conte, Senior Editor at Convenience Store Decisions. Today, we're speaking with Daniel Burris. Daniel is a leading global futurist and a New York Times bestselling author who has written seven books. His latest book is called The Anticipatory Organization, Turn Disruption and Change into Opportunity and Advantage. Podcast listeners can get a free copy of Daniel's new book. We'll give you details at the end of this podcast. Daniel's gonna be speaking with us about the biggest technology trends that are going to affect C-Store retailers this year in 2019, and what you can do as a C-Store retailer to best position yourself for tomorrow. So let's jump right in. Hi, Daniel. Hello, how are you? Wonderful, thank you for taking the time to speak with our convenience store audience today about trends ahead in 2019. Uh, I was just reading your new book, the one that's out now, uh, The Anticipatory Organization, Turn Disruption and Change into Opportunity and Advantage. And I wanted to kick off with a a quote that I was reading in this book that kind of jumped out at me for what we're going to be talking about today. You say in the book, we are living in a time of accelerating digital disruption, not mere change, but game-changing transformational change. Can you tell me, you know, what is the difference here between you know, just change and transformation? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. You know, so many companies, large and small, say they're transforming something when they're really just changing it because they don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, when uh, uh, Blockbuster came along, they gave us a way to uh, get videos in a store. And that was not game-changing. That was not transformational. It was still a video. But when, uh, when now we can stream them on any device and don't have to go to a store and can binge watch, that was transformational. It changed how we, we review uh, uh, movies and watch shows. And uh, now there, there's and, only one uh, blockbuster left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, or or uh, BlackBerry. They changed how we use cell phones by putting email on it. Apple transformed how we use cell phones by making it a multimedia uh, computer. It has access to everything. So you see, uh, change is making a small adjustment to something. Transformation is completely rethinking it altogether. And increasingly, you mentioned the word disruption in there. Mm -hmm. And today it's important for all of us listening to this that you've got two choices. You're either going to be the disruptor or the disrupted. Because digital is, the changes that digital technology is bringing is increasing. It's moving faster. So you don't, you can't be on the sidelines and expect to uh, continue to be profitable. Today, you've got to be either the disruptor or the disrupted. And you might think, well, look, I'm a small store. How can I be a disruptor? And the answer is realize that actually you can. And that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast is regardless of your size, how you can be a positive disruptor. And by the way, notice I called it positive. That's because most 
most people think disruption is negative, and that's because it happens to you. <laughs> but if you are the one creating the disruption and making it positive for your customers and employees and people, uh, actually, you will not only benefit from the rapid pace of change, but you'll have more customers. So that's what we can talk about today. Wonderful. And so as we're deciding, you know, what as a convenience store retailer, you know, what to do to kind of drive this disruption, obviously there's there's so many trends. And you have another quote in your book, you say, there are no shortage of trends. The problem is deciding, you know, which trends are going to actually happen and which ones aren't. You know, how do you make that determination? How do you separate those? Well, another great question, and that's a key that I got into in the book. You see, uh, as you said, there's no shortage of trends. Uh, and that's why a lot of us don't look at trends, because everything's changing so fast. Why bother? But the reality is, and this is based on 35 years of research, there's two types of trends. I call them hard trends and soft. All trends will fit into one of those two categories, and of course, I teach you how to do that. So a hard trend is based on a future fact. It will happen. You can't stop it. But the mm -hmm. good news is you can see it before it happens, and that's what allows you to, to turn change and disruption into an advantage. Then there are soft trends, and they are based on assumptions about the future that may or may not be true. And uh, and the key there is if you don't like those kind of trends, you can change it. Those are those are easily changed. So if there's something negative happen, you can turn it to something positive. A real quick example before we go on, so that people understand what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the three categories of hard trends is demographics. There's 78 million baby boomers getting older. Well, that's a hard trend. They're not going to start getting to be young kids again. And we we can predict a lot. Of, uh, of problems that we could either pre-solve if we're anticipatory or we could just let them play out if we're reactionary. And obviously, I want us to be anticipatory. There's a lot of ways of serving older, older customers in new ways if we think about where we live and if we have tend to have, uh, let's say, older people as clients or we tend to have younger. So that's one type. Another of the three is technology, and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes as we get into trends. And the third is government regulations. And when we get a regulation uh, that comes in, most of us look at all the negative things that uh, it represents. But there is amazing opportunities for funding even for small business if you look at it in a positive way. Most of us don't take advantage of all of that uh, funding. Great. And I show you how to do that in the book. Wonderful. Well, one more thing about the book before we delve into the uh, the top three trends that we're going to talk about today. You know, I wanted to, to mention something I was reading in chapter four because you say we're about to delve into these trends. We're going to talk about the, the big trends ahead for 2019. But you mentioned that sometimes uh, a misconception people have is when they look back, they, you know, they think that innovation always has to be on this grand scale. But that's not always how it works. You mentioned in the book, you know, sometimes it's smaller everyday innovations. You give the example of using an iPad to, to interview people and how something like that, that everyday kind of thing can bring new efficiencies for a business. Can you talk a little bit more, uh, you know, for our listeners who maybe haven't read this chapter, how should they be keeping that thought in mind as we're talking about trends and disruption today? How it can be these little things? Well, thank you. You know, little things can make big differences. So little innovations can have a profound impact. And um, again, the, the reason I called the book the anticipatory organization versus the reactionary one mm -hmm. is because we can predict 
problems before we have them. How many times have you or all of our listeners said, I knew that would happen? And I would say, why would you, why did you let it? Mm-hmm. You know, if you know mm-hmm. there's going to be a problem, I believe in instead of waiting until it happens, you pre-solve it. So if your employees are empowered to know, hey, if you know something's not going to work, or if you know that there's going to be a problem, instead of waiting, speak up. Let's pre-solve it. By the way, that's a that's an easy form of innovation. Mm-hmm. And let me give you one that I'll bet no one in convenience stores is thinking about that actually is easy and big. Okay. And that is a lot of us have, uh, and many, have gas stations. I mean, we have we, we try to get them in to buy the gas, and then they go into the store, hopefully, to buy far more. And what are we missing? We're missing electric vehicles. Uh, if we look at all of the major manufacturers, not just Tesla, they're going more and more electric. Now, remember, we're not going all electric. We're still going to have plenty of gas vehicles in the future. Mm-hmm. The point is, all of those electric car owners are driving by your convenience store, and they're not stopping because it's about gas. What you need to do, and this is easy innovation, is why don't you be one of the first to put a rapid charger in your convenience store? Get rapid charging in there. By the way, you can get a cut of that revenue that comes in from that. But better yet, while they're charging their car, they might as well come in and have a cup of coffee and a donut, and who knows what else they'll buy. Let's get those people that are driving by to stop driving by and come in the store. I bet if you did that, you'd be one of the first in the country to do that because we think of ourselves as a gas station instead Mm -hmm. of, no, we're a convenience store. Yeah, so really getting in front of those trends before they hit and being one of the innovators at the the front of it. Beautiful. So so using that, let's jump into, Daniel, the top three biggest, and I know there's a lot, but the top three biggest technology trends ahead for 2019 that are actually going to impact convenience store retailers. What would you say the top three are if you could only pick three? Yeah, well, uh, one of the ones that uh, we're going to see us uh, using more and more is called iBeacon or Beacon Technology. And really, it's something that uh, originally came from uh, Apple, and then it, it works on Androids and Apple uh, mobile devices, but now it's spread beyond that. And what it really does is when one of your customers has a smartphone, and almost all of them do, uh, there's a way of using Bluetooth when they're in Bluetooth range, which means, of course, anywhere they're from the gas pump out into our store, where we can send them relevant specials and relevant messaging. So uh, often what this is attached to is a uh, frequent user card, you know, or uh, a lot of times we have people that come back to our stores, we want to give them a, a, uh, a card where uh, they they come in and get discounts because they keep coming back to us. Those cards were paper in the beginning, but now they're becoming digital in the form of uh, like a little app that is in your phone. And by the way, you should be doing that if yours is paper. And instead of it just being another app that you don't use, it can be uh, an app that becomes what's called sticky, Mm -hmm. which means uh, it's got actually some valuable information. For example, You could have special discounts on certain products in your store based on what they like to purchase. In other words, if we know they come in in the morning and buy a sandwich and buy lunch for for noon, uh, there can be specials that uh, are on that. And then when they come in the store, they get beamed an even better special right to their phone. See, the key here is the, the user doesn't have to do anything. It comes to them and it gets more intelligent with use. 
And by the way, let's make this easy for all of our convenience store owners. And that is, you might say, well, I don't have anybody that can design a, 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 an app, a mobile app. And the answer is, well, skip that problem, which is one of the things I teach. Get yourself a kit. So high school <laughs> kids could do that. Get yourself a kit to do that and make it easy. So that's one. Uh, another one is these, uh, what we're calling chatbots, but that's kind of like uh, Alexa from Amazon or uh, the ones from uh, Google and Siri and so on. But the one from, from Amazon, uh, the one that uses Alexa is really useful because what you can do and what Amazon said is without charging you anything, you can teach it specific things for your store. So that when someone is in the store and has a question and they're on the opposite side of where your uh, employee is and your employee is busy with other customers, mm -hmm. they can ask it a question about the pricing, about the store, about a product, about anything and get an answer right there on the spot without having to stand in line. And wow, wouldn't that make it even more of a convenience store? You could put those around in different places. So you could use the one that Amazon sells now, which is really expensive, under $100. Or if you uh, wanted to have a special one for your store or for your chain, you could. Amazon said, you don't have to buy ours. You can make your own. Here's the chipset. You can just do your own thing. But you can have one designed specifically if you're a chain store for all of your, uh, your chain. So this is a really a big one. So that would be chatbots, number two. Uh, Number uh, three, um, I want you to be paying attention to a couple that are kind of linked. One of them is we're about to get augmented reality in a big way. Now, that's not virtual reality. Augmented reality is where you can hold your smartphone camera up and you can get information displayed in front of it about a product or anything mm -hmm. that, you, uh, that is being, again, beamed to you. And uh, we're, that's the way it works today. But here's the thing. We're about to get augmented reality glasses. Unlike the Google glasses, which were pretty geeky and most people would not wear them, these are going to be like regular glasses, except, you know, that little part that goes from your glass to your ear mm -hmm. so that you can put the glasses on? It's going to be like a little rheostat. So you can put your finger on there, and as it gets close to the lens in the front, it's got more data. As it gets close to the ear in the back, it's got no data, just regular glasses. So you can kind of get data about anything just by by looking at it. That can be useful for your employees when uh, they're doing inventory and other things like that. That can be useful for, uh, uh, you know, that, that can even be useful for your uh, uh, customers as they come in. But I see it as an employee thing that can be re really useful. Okay. Also, I want to give everyone the heads up out there on frictionless checkout. Uh, that is also simultaneously starting to get big because of Amazon. 3,000 stores, they say, by 2021. I know. So what's happening is that's bringing the technology and the cost down really fast. Mm -hmm. So along with augmented reality, let's put a little slash mark that says slash frictionless checkout. Keep an eye out for that because the costs are getting down so low and that could really help on on having one employee in a store and uh, have, you know, for customer service and inventory, but yet have a lot taking place. So that's going to be another one going right along with this that's going to be really big. 
Great. Well, let's talk a little bit about each one of those and what you see as the one-year outlook, and then we'll talk about what we see as the, the two- to five-year outlook, kind of where it's going to be heading in the future. Um, so the first one you mentioned was uh, iBeacon or Beacon Technology. Now, uh, in the application you mentioned, you know, I, I believe that the customer would have to have Bluetooth turned on on their phone in order to be recognized, correct? They would. They would. The key any advice is for getting that message to the customer to make sure that they're going to have that turned on and be able to be recognized when they walk in the store? Yes, there's a, both a sign and your employees need to say, how would you like to save a lot more money? <laughs> Who wouldn't well, want that? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want that? So, uh, well, we've got a way to do that and uh, and make it easy for you. And you, you get this little uh, app, and by the way, you can get that little app by a text to say, here, text this number, and you'll get the app will instantly be on your phone. And what you can do is get deals, special prices, and with your Bluetooth on, uh, we can let you actually have even better hidden special prices that no one can see except you. Ooh, okay. Special for you. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, now you're, you're making me want to get this thing. <laughs> so in other words, your employees are going to have to sell the idea, but they can you start out with, how would you like to save a lot more money? Mm -hmm. Who is going to say, no, no, I really want to spend more. No one's going to say, I want to, everyone's going to want that, right? Sorry, now we know how to get customers to buy in. So what, what do you see as the outlook for the, this year with uh, Beacon Technology? Well, let's go to what we said in the beginning about hard trends and soft trends. Mm -hmm. Hard trends will happen, soft trends might. So here's the hard trend. That technology is already there for you to use right now. That And more and more innovative convenience store owners are going to be doing it. Because here's a rule. If it can be done, it will be done. If you don't do it, your competitors will. So the soft trend is, will you use Beacon Technology to drive your sales in your store? And that's not a hard trend. That's a soft trend, meaning I don't know. Mm -hmm. But... Good thing, the good thing about a soft trend is you have a choice. Mm -hmm. You can do it or not. But my point is Beacon Technology represents a hard trend. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger every year. It's already right here now. Why don't you get involved? Because let's face it, how many of your customers have smartphones? Probably the answer is almost all of them. So why not take advantage of that in a new way? Great. And Beacon Technology can also help uh, different devices talk to each other so it can alert managers when a freezer door is left ajar uh, and things like that so they can go over there and close that door before the freezer gets too warm. How do oh, you yeah, this? yeah. Just very quickly, Starwood uh, Hotels, all of their hotel chains are using Beacon Technology to replace room keys okay. with a beacon. And uh, Major League Baseball is, is uh, getting their fans and giving them special seat upgrades through Beacon Technology. See, that would if you knew you could get that, wouldn't you want to sign up? Yeah. <laughs> American Airlines is giving you a more connection information through Beacon, which means, again, you don't have to do something. It does it for you because it knows the flight you're on. It knows what you're trying to do. It gives you the faster route to get to your gate or to say, no, the flight's delayed. You don't have to run. And without you having to do anything. That's the beauty of Beacon Technology. It takes the burden off of you, the customer, and automatically gives you information, assistance, and better yet, super discounts. So there is a use for us. Let's check it out.
Great. And then two to five year outlook, how might convenience stores be using Beacon technology in five years? Well, I see it extremely widespread in five years. I mean, remember, change is happening faster than ever before. And because competitive advantage and convenience stores need to be able to compete and be competitive, uh, remember I said, this is a hard trend and it's, and technology change is accelerating at a rapid pace, actually getting faster every year. So within five years, there'll be very few that will be not using this. They're all, all going to be using it. So the key is let's get let's start using it now so that we can get our people and our employees trained and our and our customers trained to have the Bluetooth on and to have our uh, our app, our store app. Which, by the way, what's it going to do? Save them money. Mm-hmm. Great. So getting in front of that trend. So five years from now, it's widespread use. Widespread. Okay. And remember, it's not just it's not just your your uh, phone. Remember, uh, we've got our smart watches and our smart wearables, and Beacon works with all of that too. So because it works with all of that as well, it, you don't even have to have a phone on. You may just have a smart watch on. Well, it can let you know that way too. Great. And then chatbots is the second trend that you mentioned. What do you see happening with chatbots for convenience store retailers potentially in 2019? Well, I see in 2019, the most innovative ones are going to start using, uh, and again, the reason you're going to use Amazon is because they've made it uh, open for anyone to innovate and not charge you anything to do it. That's why that's growing as, a, as an innovation platform. Okay. So because they did that, because they made it all free. I see the most innovative convenience store owners starting to put those in key locations in their stores that are that are farther away from where a store clerk would be so that when people have questions about price or do you have 2% milk or you know do you have any discounts on this or that it can just give them an answer. And so that's the the one year outlook is we're going to see that happening because remember if it it can happen. It will happen, and the most innovative will take advantage of that. By the way, you could have that out in the by the gas pump too. Okay. The answer is yes, you could. So out by the gas pump, you could have. Uh, they could ask a question. Hey, do you have any? And then it could say yes. We have them inside, and we have a special discount for you right now. So we'll have them doing that as well. The um, uh, the longer outlook that that four or five year outlook mm-hmm. is. We're going to have the chains actually have their own special versions of that. Uh, they're not going to be using the ones that you purchase from Amazon uh, because, remember, Amazon is letting you use their artificial intelligence multi-billion dollar machine for free here up in the cloud without having to pay anything. And they're giving you, here's the chips you need to use. Go make your own device. And I'll let you know right now, I've got a client of mine that is in the heating and air conditioning business, uh, not for homes, but for businesses, mm-hmm. hotels, convention centers. And he decided to put that Amazon voice, Alexa, in all of the thermostats that he sells. So that if you uh, have a big convention room and it's a little cold, you could just say the special password, turn it down three degrees, and it'll turn it down. Well, he has expanded his business dramatically and he didn't have to buy anything from Amazon. Didn't even buy the uh, the device from Amazon. So I see the chains doing that and building that in so that it's invisible. You don't even see it. 
Wow. So you have this artificial intelligence chatbot and in all sorts of locations, invisible, and anytime a, a customer has a question, you ask it. By the way, employees could do that too and say, hey, I've got, uh, uh, I've got to go to the doctor. Is this covered on my health plan if you have one? And the chatbot could tell the employee. You see how that could save time and money from the owner's standpoint. So there's many ways. This is going to be wide-scale use in five years. Cool. And then let's go to the last one. You mentioned augmented reality, and you also mentioned frictionless payment in there. One-year outlook, two- to five-year outlook. What do you see happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are uh, – they can be done already. Already. I, I've had a app for the last five years for uh, augmented reality on my smartphone that I love. Um, by the way, I'll tell you what it is real quick. Uh, if I'm out in the mountains anywhere and I hold my – smartphone camera up with that app running, I can see all the information about that mountain, where the hiking trails are, how tall it is, uh, where the uh, restrooms are, whatever I want, any mountain, anywhere. So imagine doing that in your store and you're looking for an item or you're looking for a price, you're looking for a discount or whatever. That That's the way that we do it today. By the way, that could be made today. Right now you could do that. But what is really interesting as we start looking two, three, four, five years out is we've got Apple and other companies about to release uh, augmented reality glasses. And they won't, again, they won't be the Google glasses. They'll be the normal looking glasses. And when we have that, we're going to see that be really, really big. As a matter of fact, I think you're going to see that be the next really big thing coming out of Apple okay. is augmented reality. And they won't be the only ones. The others will too. And, um, so the hard trend is, let's put this again in the same framework, the hard trend is the most innovative convenience store people are going to be doing some augmented reality apps for smartphones now so that they can start getting used to how does it work, what are the things that my customers like the best. In other words, start learning because the faster you learn, the faster you succeed. And also, they'll find the things that don't work fast. Well, good. I like failing fast and learn so that I can learn faster. In other words, start innovating, experimenting. Um, and the, and then, uh, again, as time rolls out, we'll see everybody doing it with the, uh, with the glasses. When it comes to frictionless checkout, um, what I would do is the one year is it's already, the technology is already there. And the most innovative convenience store owners, especially the ones that are, have uh, multiple stores, which is, by the way, many of us. Mm -hmm. uh, what we're going to do is start not invent the wheel. Let's uh, why reinvent something that's already invented. We're going to be going in and seeing what those what Amazon is doing, what those uh, three thousand stores they're building out. Well, you don't have to wait for them to build them out. There's already got test stores in Seattle and other places. Hop on a plane, get there, check it out. If you're an owner of multiple stores, start learning now. It's not that complex. It's not that difficult. And it's not that expensive. So the so the one year is the most innovative. They're going to do what Amazon is doing and start implementing it themselves mm -hmm. so that they can lower the number of employees they have in the store and increase their customer service and satisfaction at the same time. Notice I didn't say get rid of all employees. Now what you're doing is freeing the employee up from just ringing up the cash register mm -hmm. to instead customer service. 
helping people find things and giving the human interface and saying, hey, download that app so you can save a lot of money and turn your Bluetooth on. So that uh, the four or five-year outlook on that, it's going to be widespread convenience stores because, let's face it, if you can lower your uh, uh, costs of manpower, uh, you win. And this is going to be a way of having a, a increased customer service, uh, increased efficiency, no more long lines at checkout because you just walk out, and uh, and yet a better human touch for the humans that are in there that are actually not just behind a cash register but are helping you, giving you advice and and serving you as a customer. And in some cases, there's going to be convenience stores that have nobody there. It's going to be changing rapidly. Uh, you know, in in your book, you mentioned that from innovation to mainstream use, things used to move so much slower. You you talk about the zipper and how it took 32 years from the time the zipper was invented until that technology was in place to actually zip something up. Today, things aren't moving slowly anymore. You know, what can we expect with the pace of change today? Well, it was slow even four or five years ago. You might have thought it was fast, but actually it was quite slow compared to today. Um, we've got three things that are driving the, the speed faster and faster that, by the way, are not slowing down. One of them is the, it's called uh, uh, computing power. And that is, uh, it's been on an exponential curve, meaning it looks like a hockey stick. And in the, in uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it was going very slow, kind of like where the uh, hockey stick hits the, uh, uh, the puck. But as today, it's almost where your hand is going up on this faster and faster and faster, kind of like a hockey stick angle going up faster. So we've got bandwidth. Remember the 512K modem, really slow today. You've got super fast Wi-Fi. By the way, we're about to get 5G wireless, which is transformational. We'll talk about that in another podcast and how huge that is for innovation. So we got bandwidth, we got computing power, and the third is storage. And it used to cost a lot of money to store your data, and uh, just getting a one-gig drive was really difficult. Now your computers have terabyte drives. And those are the small little computers, and they're really inexpensive. So processing power, storage bandwidth, those three are what I call the digital accelerators that drive change faster. Okay. So don't expect things to slow down. You need to expect things to speed up. And that's why I wrote the book, The Anticipatory Organization, because with things speeding up, if all you're doing is being reactionary, reacting after a disruption disrupts you, after a change changes your business model on you and, and makes you possibly obsolete. I want you to be anticipatory so that you can become a positive disruptor, so that you can pre-solve problems before you have them, and best of all, so that you can see the game-changing opportunities before your competitors. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Daniel. I appreciate you taking the time to fill us in on some of the trends ahead for 2019. And uh, we look forward to speaking with you again in a future podcast. You got it. Thank you. My pleasure. For more from Daniel Burris, listeners can visit his website at burris.com. His new book, The Anticipatory Organization, Turn Disruption and Change into Opportunity and Advantage, is available on Amazon. Daniel is generously offering a free hard copy of his book to podcast listeners. To get your free copy, go to theaobook.com. That's T-H-E-A-O 
B-O-O-K.com. All you have to do is pay shipping and it will arrive in less than a week. This has been the C-Store Technology Oracle Podcast. Be sure to join us next month for another technology podcast.